Hello lovely souls, welcome to the Two Souls One Chai podcast. This is a podcast where I, Umer, and I, Rabel, speak to you about living a good story by sharing with you life and personal development advices. So grab a cup of chai and come join our conversations. Hello everyone. Hello everyone. Rabel is Hello here. lovely souls. Hello lovely souls. <laughs> Welcome to the fourth episode of the Two Souls One Chai podcast. Abel is smiling. Our guest is here. <laughs> Even Abbas is a bit surprised. Oh well, we're supposed to introduce him. Our guest Abbas is a little surprised. Yes. So, uh, as promised, uh, today we are bringing on our very first guest to our podcast. He has been a childhood friend, a younger brother. Rabel knows him uh, as well, and. You know, um, this episode is just going to be more about uh, Rabel and I trying to understand what is living a good story to Abbas, uh, what he, what has he been doing recently, things he's busy with. So before I introduce Abbas, I'll just give you an introduction of who our guest is. Uh, Muhammad Abbas is an advocate of interfaith harmony, social cohesion and peace building. He is appointed as an ambassador of peace as part of Roses of Peace Ambassador Program by Singapore President Madam Halima Yaakob. So uh, you guys actually can go and uh, you know search more on Roses of Peace. It's quite an interesting initiative uh, where Abbas is involved. And interestingly, so after you hear everything, Abbas is not a forty-year-old gentleman. He is. <laughs> Relatively young, younger than Rapil and I. even younger than me. Yeah. But, you know, uh, Abbas serves in leadership positions for several international platforms and has represented Singapore at the Commonwealth Youth Conference 2019 held in Malaysia and the 2019 International Youth Leaders Summit held in Turkey. He is an international youth facilitator and trainer. He conducts and participates in youth programs at the Facebook, Google, Twitter, Singapore office, and at several government organizations such as OnePeople.sg and the National Volunteer and Philanthropy Center. Wow. That's really impressive. Indeed, it is impressive, you know. Uh, and, I, and I guess we got the right guest today uh, on the show, uh, someone who is young, who has his own perspective to life and from I think what we have shared so far, well, it's it's not ending yet. There's a little more we would like to uh, add in honor of our guest. Um, and Just a little bit more. A little bit more. You know, and his hopes and aspirations yeah, for the future. Uh, he did mention that uh, he hopes to spur youths to identify challenges and ideate ways to bring about greater so- uh, social compact. In recognition of his exemplary contributions to the community, he has also been awarded the National Youth Achievement Award, and currently he's actually studying information technology and business at the universe at the Singapore University of Social Sciences. Well, with Ooh. that, <laughs> we like to welcome you with our very first guest, Muhammad Abbas. Muhammad Abbas. Let's call him Abbas. You know, Let's I'm, call so, him I'm Abbas. so used to calling him Abbas from the <laughs> young. He is laughing. Well, Abbas, thank you so much for being here today on our show and our very first guest. Uh, thank you so much, Umair Bhai. 
Uh, yeah, because that's why I dressed it as yes. Urdu. <laughs> yes, and because Umair Bhai is uh, elder than me. Elderly, I'm an elderly human being. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you, Umair Bhai and Rabiel for the very uh, warm welcome and for hosting me tonight. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, I'm very excited uh, to be here with so both of we? you. Yes, um, Umair Bhai, I know him since, uh, I think the earliest memory I have of my own self is when I started going to kindergarten at the age of five, five years old. That's the earliest memory I have of my own self. And uh, and what I know for a fact is that my family and I know Umair Bhai even before that. Like I remember my, my kindergarten used to be very near his home. So after school, I would go to his home, uh, be with his play with him with his sister who is now in Karachi so like yeah so that's the earliest memory I have of Umair Bhai which is even before the memory I have of my own self so it's a very long uh, mashallah um, friendship and you know more like a brother to me yes yes and he has been a very kind mentor as well guiding me throughout well, my that's, every that's him being very sweet and uh, humble like, yes <laughs> and for Rabil as well um Good. I'm yeah. also I'm also part of this. Yes, yeah, so Rabiel <laughs> as well. I know her for I think about a good ten to eleven years. Uh, yeah, she came to Singapore in two thousand and nine, and I've known her since twenty ten yeah. when uh, she and I were in the same school, Urdu school, and we were asked to perform in a combined class kit together. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that, that was some yeah, it's good old time. time. So it's been so but both of, of them I know certainly for a very long time, and it's uh, it's an honor, uh, and it's it's very nice to see both of them now, mashallah, being a couple, and you know, uh, and I think I I can't relate better to any other couple than I can relate to Umer and Rabiel because I know each of them individually since a very long time. So yeah, it's an honor to be, here. and thank you for the very kind. And long introduction. I think I think this is the kind of introduction I will probably give to my mother. Like Umair, can you give me a copy so that you know if my mother if my mother is looking for some uh, I don't know wedding matches or something rishta matches. Yeah, so this could be the kind of introduction she can give to all those rishta matchmaking aunties, which can probably well uh, aunties if you're looking. There is a single guy available. And you always tune in to the one And and he has an amazing profile. So so yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, at the moment I'm still studying, so yeah, it's it's better if I just focus on my studies. He, he's still <laughs> writing his good story. Yeah. yeah, still a long way. Still he learning. doesn't want to co-author it yet. Well, if you're thinking, we didn't pay a bus uh, any money to, to mention this so kind just, of it. Just bribe him with a good cup of chai. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, t- today is actually uh, three souls and three chai. <laughs> so. Well, guys, uh, you know, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, if, you know, as, as we dive deeper into today's topic, uh, Rabil and I just want to take a couple of moments uh, to share with you what we have done in the previous week. Um, just last week, we actually came out with our very first product. It's a routine builder uh, printable, which you can find on our website. And... By the time, you know, you're actually hearing this, our first YouTube video is live as well. So, guys, you know, uh, go to our YouTube channel. Uh, If you're not able to find the YouTube channel because it's relatively new, head to our website on our social media handle. You will be able to find links to it. Watch it. Give us comments. And at least you know who is behind these voices. The faces, the lovely faces. The lovely faces behind these voices. Well, uh, you know... 
in the upcoming segment, we will be having a conversation with Abbas on what's his take on living a good story. And as usual, we always keep it casual and candid. And let's take it from there. And we will see you right back in the second segment. Hello everyone, so we're back and we're really excited to have a conversation with Abbas and you know get to know more about his take on living a good story. So uh, I think uh, let's let's hear from Abbas. Abbas, you know uh, this has been a theme of our podcast or at least what we are doing at Two Souls One Chai is to help people live a good story. But for you as an individual, uh, what's living a good story to you? Right, um... Okay, I heard Rabil and Umair Bhai in the first episode where they shared that living a good story is something along along the lines where you're able to create an impact within people's life, a positive impact in society, in community. So I'll, I will just reiterate that that that's something very uh, similarly I hold on to and I believe as well. And well. Um, there's this quote by Imam Ali alayhi salam which goes like, live amongst people. Live amongst people in such a manner that if you die, they weep over you. And if you're alive, they crave for your company. So I think this sums it up very nicely that, you know, you have to be someone which are helpful towards people. You make an, a change in people's life. Um, yeah, you create a impact in society in, in such a way that people remember you for the work you have done. And I believe, I mean, as people of faith, like you know we are brought into this world to do deeds now this the deeds deeds is a very um how do you say it's a very small term right yeah but when you look at it in depth it has a lot of meaning to it it can be deeds in the form of let's say you working or doing your job um right yeah earning money or it can also be in the form of you know you doing something to for the betterment of those around you, for the betterment of the society around you, for the betterment of people around you. I mean, obviously, jobs and works, working and, you know, studying and all that, this is important for you. Yeah, they're part and parcel yes. of life. Life cannot go on without us uh, doing, doing all of this. Exactly, yes. Yeah, it's, it's a part and par- uh, parcel of life. It's uh, a society norm. Yeah. And exactly, and everyone should excel in these fields as much as they can. But I think there's something which goes even more then this something some, beyond that something yeah. beyond that exactly when you look back at your life and you know for, for me example when I look back at my life I just don't want it to be just be all about money grades and yeah etc yeah yeah and unfortunately I guess currently our society as well um, you know judges successful people according to their social salary status. yeah social yeah. status the salary and all that but obviously I don't know for me personally um I involve myself in things which are very enriching to me, which are enriching to my soul. Like, you know, yeah, two yeah, souls and one child. Yeah. How do you enrich soul the soul? food, basically. Yes. Exactly, exactly. So, and that comes uh, by helping people, you know, do, uh, getting myself involved in social work. For other people, it could be in another form. So, I believe a good story is, you know, you trying to discover your soul and trying to find what exactly uh, makes you feel... Uh, happy makes your uh, soul enriched yeah 
Thanks. Well, you know, you, you mentioned a, a very beautiful quote by Hazrat Ali, peace be upon him. Um, and, and you actually shared uh, about creating impact for yourself. In your own way, how do you think, you know, at, at such a young age, how is someone uh, of, a, of a similar uh, age as yourself, or, you know, in, in a similar background where they are still studying, what are some of the actionable steps that they can take to create a, an impact for society or people around themselves? I think uh, it'd be good for the audience to know and maybe you can enlighten us on that. Right. So as, I think the, as young people, the one big advantage we have for us is because we are young and supposedly we're supposed to have more energy. And I mean, obviously we, we can't know uh, how many years each person lives, but let's say, uh, you know, because you're young, you uh, hopefully you have more years and more you have more time yeah. to spend in this uh, world. So you have energy at your side, more energy. You have more time on your side. And if you ask a lot of the older generation people, they a lot of the conversations I've had, they they always say like, "Abbas, you're still young. You know, you have so much energy. You can do things that you know we wished we could do when we were younger, when we were at the same age as you." Yeah. So that makes me. Realize, you know, when, I, um, when I'm involved in such conversations, that, that just gives me that sense of uh, feeling that, okay, how do I uh, make good use of the time and the energy that I have on my side? Yeah. Right. So I can, so this time I can either, you know, just uh, use it just for, let's say, I, I'm not saying this is bad, you know, but, you know, just use it for playing computer games the whole day or yeah. like not... Uh, just, you know, for your own self-satisfaction or you can make use of the time to try to enrich as many people's lives as possible, which is much more uh, impactful and it has greater returns as well because when you try to bring about change and do good into other people's life, I've, I feel that somehow it also uplifts you spiritually and uplifts you morally. So it's not just you are uh, helping others but it's also helping and uplifting you Yourself. individually as yes. well yes exactly um, just yeah. to add on to this like a question you mentioned quite a fair bit about you know helping others and going beyond yourself do you have like specific things that you have done you know to help others sure um so for so there are some guiding principles that i would like to share that has helped me shape as a person before going this before uh, sharing what uh, are the, what is the kind of work I've, I'm involved in. So firstly, I believe is there has, has to be an intention. So you have to set your intentions right. And yeah, as I said previously, it's not, it should not be for fame, not for money. It should be... So my intention was always like, you know, I want to try doing good. Like, Umair Bhai, I think, can relate to this. Like, you know, because our mothers used to be in Urdu school, so we will always be that one, those students, you know, our mothers will say, Umair or Abbas, like, you know, help yeah. me, help me pick up books or like... We on the always the chotus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or on the first day when there would be a lot of uh, new students will be like, you know, helping with a lot of um, extra work, helping our mothers. Five years. <laughs> I, I, I volunteered for five years. Uh, and I know my, my friends and I, we used to go there. And that one was just more for... Uh, social gathering you know you, you get to meet your friends and you're back to school and you really spend a lot of time but over time I think you actually look at it it's actually a way for you to go beyond yourself at, at a young age you don't realize why why we were doing that I suppose but today when you look back is it was a part of 
giving back to society. I mean, who like to wake up at 7 a.m. on a Saturday morning? <laughs> yeah. But it kind of it kind of helps to mold your personality as well. Yeah, I I definitely would agree. Yeah, I think everything that you do actually shapes it up. Exactly. So yeah, I think it's just from this small small um events or you know this one off uh helping people that really made me realize as a person okay this is something that you know I I like and you know I see that it brings about uh, it it's enriching the lives of others even though it's it might seem like you know I'm just uh, carrying books and things and you know you, uh, a lot of my friends will also say like are you like some kind of social worker <laughs> like it doesn't basically it doesn't have to be something grand as long as your intention is yeah, to exactly, do good yeah exactly exactly so because yeah it's important that whatever you, uh, work or task you are doing be it helping people or anything else you have to have the right intention you you must be strong and firm in intention because when you do that you know what you are in for so you know that your intentions that you have set are right so you know it's very interesting that you mentioned intention you know find something to live for would you then uh, say this uh, steps uh, the one takes these steps to find their purpose uh, in life because because what what we're having this discussion is about going beyond yourself and i think you can't go beyond yourself if you don't have the awareness you do not have a purpose so so you know for a lot of the audience that actually got back to us after our initial episodes also were young people uh, a big uh, age group between 16 to 24 when they're still studying or you know they are yet to step out into the practical working world yes how would you say or how would you advise them i mean you, you have done yeah. you are with uh, uh with a few organizations i actually do see him on zoom uh, uh our friend is very active on zoom on clubhouse he, he is involved in different events and things but he, he's everywhere <laughs> he's everywhere yes but how how did you find i mean you did share how you found this when in auto school you found a liking to it how would you tell someone uh, to actually find their uh, a path towards a meaningful life okay this is a very um, i mean obviously it's something that you can't just answer overnight or through this yeah. one conversation yeah but actually we're still trying to trying to find answers to it even after the fourth episode because yes. th- these are things that there is no formula you know exactly. yeah. it's not like i make chai and then i tell you how to make a chai this is right. life and i think exactly. different people find the purpose in a very different way yes yes we have all different ingredients there's rabiel there's <laughs> abbas and there's me you know we're just trying to give so perspective you know, yeah. to, to maybe it helps you to uh broaden your mind your heart your soul to find your purpose and maybe start living a meaningful yeah, life you never right. know you might relate to one of us exactly. No? exactly so i mean as a young person it's very easy for you to start uh, i mean just probably try and seeing what what are your interests and you know, just because you have a lot of time so you can uh, try uh, getting yourself in, involved in any activity and it's just yeah it's just when you start that act- certain activity like for me it was social work and i found okay this is something that you know i know that what i'm doing it's my intention was there and whatever you do you it's important that you have conviction in it that's yeah. important so if you're a person who is still unsure you do not know what to do so try discovering and seeing that you know what what kind of things or what kind of activity uh gives you that conviction you that yeah conviction, yeah it gives yes. you that so called that boost you know that 
even if I, I'm in it for an extra one, two hours, you know, it still grabs my interest. Yeah. It still keeps me going on. Finding yeah. your strength. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, just, just to add on uh, uh, to what Abbas is sh- uh, sharing on our experience, when Rabbi and I were doing our first YouTube video, uh, we were up till 4 a.m. I was actually even having a conversation with Abbas on Instagram and he was replying back to me on my podcast, my solo podcast. I'm like, you know, thank you so much, but I'm, I I got to sleep now. I have uh, four mm-hmm. meetings lined up the next day. But at the, at the end of the day, is if you believe in something, you have a conviction. You do it for your soul. You do it for yourself, and maybe you can help someone or people around you. It's not about you know finding the fame, the money, yes. uh, because these are things that may never materialize into what today we call in this worldly success. Exactly. Yes. So you know, I have always come to believe that. Um, wealth and all that are just byproducts of success. Once you are successful, uh, you know the universe or your Lord will actually bless you with what you need at that point. But actually, try to find something that's meaningful. Uh, exactly. Yes. Today we start at the wrong foot. We start at I'm going to try to make my first million by thirty. I mean, I had that intention a few years back. Yes. But today you look at that. That doesn't feed your your soul at all. You know. Exactly. Yes. It's yeah. certainly very true so so yeah I mean as, as I said you can and like what Umar Bhai said you you take your time and try to you know see what keeps you going like like I mean my friends so called they make fun of me uh, because like you know I watch test cricket which goes on for 5 days oh. non-stop <laughs> each day is 8 hours and I'll be just watching test cricket for 8 hours straight for the 5 days and they're like how can you watch this it's like you know, firstly, the game is so slow. And after five days, a lot of times the game will just end in a draw. So you won't even have a clear winner. And they're like, what? Why? why He's one up? convicted man. Yeah, one exactly. Convicted, sorry. He's <laughs> <laughs> conviction. Conviction. Uh, yes, mom, I hope you're not re- uh, hearing this. Sunday, <laughs> if you're listening. All is good, all is good. Time to take his laptop away. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, why? Because, I mean, cricket gives me that, uh, yeah, conviction. Uh, it gives me that, you know, that passion. Even though I'm not in the field, I'm just watching the players play. It feels like, you know, I'm in the stadium. Or, like, you know, I've attached my souls with the souls of the players. And I know I can just go crazy or happy in one second. And in the next second, yeah. It's, yeah, it mood changes up and down. So, yeah, so you, you, uh, you just see that what kind of... Uh, you know, stuff uh, makes you go through that kind of phases. and What excites you? you yeah. Know? yeah. And the thing is that once you have uh, selected that certain activity and you have that conviction, you're able to convey your, mes- your message that you want to share you're, and you're able to also relate to others. Yeah. And yeah, and then once you're able to relate with uh, those around you as well, so the public also, those, your friends around you will also appreciate why, what, why you're doing what you're doing. Yep. So, like, coming back to Rabiel's question, which uh, I think she will be very, uh, I don't know, angry with me for not answering it earlier, what kind of activities I'm involved in. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for uh, one of the activities is Roses of Peace um, that I'm involved in. So, basically, Roses of Peace started in year 2012 when leading up to the anniversary of the 9-11 attacks, what happened was uh, there was this video which was uplo- uploaded on YouTube and it was called uh, Innocence of Muslims which created a lot of uh, uproar in around the world and lot in a lot of Muslim countries and in Pakistan for 
example i know that uh, youtube got banned because of the uploading of uh, that video which ridiculed yeah. uh, prophet muhammad uh, peace and blessings be upon him and then after after that event i think there was this uh, charlie hebdo incident where he also released a caricature on uh, prophet muhammad which was also to a uh, ridicule him so that was a very sensitive time for the muslims around the world and so what happened in singapore um there was these two students uh, who were heading the smu muslim society and they were approached by a fellow senior of them of theirs who said that you know we should do something about this why not we do a protest in the university campus as well so obviously um i mean in singapore protesting is not the right manner to express our feelings so um what these students these two students they thought okay one is uh, i'll just uh, tell the names the, the two students are ershad and nabil kapadia so um my friendship with nabil bhai goes uh, like quite a long time because he's also uh, he's a singaporean of pakistani origin as well so um what these two guys decided okay uh, we have to find a way to you know express our sentiments but in the right manner so well, they, yes, that is very important you know you may have <clears throat> an intention uh, that is good but if your method uh is not right uh, it doesn't matter the intention that you held initially so it has to be done in a civil manner yeah and i guess that is where they exactly. decided to go with this very true so the problem was um the problem was the ridiculing of prophet muhammad and now the the intention was to so called uh bring the light to the world that you know uh prophet muhammad is a person of respect and uh we should uh you know uphold his uh, respect and was just to propagate the message of peace yeah. because islam and all the, the other religions yes exactly so you see that and so there was an in intention now conviction is the conviction which came in this uh, incident was yeah i mean everyone was convicted like as uh, muslims or even those there were a lot of non muslims also who, who also shared the same sentiments right and they also had the intention and the same conviction to spread the right message across the world so that was the conviction so i'm just relating back to the principles which i shared earlier yeah. about intention and conviction so what happened was these two students who were part of the smu muslim society they came up with this video in denmark where people were just uh, you know distributing roses and chocolates uh in on on the streets that's where so, the name came from yes so so then afterwards nice. so because they felt that there could be other ways of addressing this issue and they could really empathize empathize sorry emphasize emphasize empathize empathize yes i'm so sorry yes empathize with all those people who very deeply felt about these issues yeah so uh what yeah and so what the uh, these two students uh, said was uh, they gathered all their friends and you know all those people who were keen to make a difference and then they thought okay we will see what options we have and what we can do so and so they gathered all these students and they you know try to understand that fundamentally what is it that they want to achieve and as i said earlier it's to show that islam is a religion of peace and harmony so um so and because they had seen that video as well about you know um in denmark certain people uh, distributing roses with chocolates and etc so they they came up with this idea that um why not we give out a greeting card with the saying of peace from prophet muhammad with cookies and balloons for example and then 
they made this idea even better. They said that okay, since we are we want to show that we are living in Singapore, which is a multiracial, multicultural, multi-religious uh, society. Instead of just spreading the message of peace from Prophet Muhammad, why not include messages of peace from other uh, religi- religious leaders as well, such as Jesus Christ, Gautama Buddha, and you know, uh, to show that it's not only Islam which uh, preaches the message of peace; it's all the other all religion, religions, all the other religions yeah. as well. It brings together all the religions. Exactly. So it was to show unity in that regard. Yeah. Yeah, and that was how Roses of Peace was conceived, and then yeah, uh, that's how it started growing over the years, and the volunteers kept coming back, and it expanded. So it started from distributing roses all over Singapore. So first, the, uh, I think the last time they distributed was about 10,000 roses across wow. 20 locations in Singapore. And then they just expanded because uh, the volunteers, they had so-called received a boost, you know. They were like, okay, we, we, this is something we can really relate to. We, yeah. it's, it's catching our interest. So what, what do we do? So then after that, from there, from not only just distributing roses, they started organizing interfaith conferences uh, youth forums and you know even started doing charity drives such as giving biryani packs to needy uh, families and it's an then amazing initiative yeah. yeah and then they um they also launched something called the roses of peace ambassador program which i am very actively involved in and which uh it's a signature initiative where the uh, roses of peace is investing in the next generation of youth leaders and peace builders so as part of this program, they uh, they have appointed thirty peace ambassadors, where they are given trainings on you know on things such as digital media engagement, facilitation, communication skills to build up the capacity and skill sets when it comes. And these ambassadors will also be called upon to play an active role in building bridges across and between different faith community and championing peace building initiatives. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So. Well, what uh, Bas just shared, I think, a lot of people, are, or you know, you're young and you're listening to it and you have uh, similar views. I think, Abbas, I would like you to actually touch on, let's say from our audience, uh, or at least, you know, I, I have a question which may, our audience may also have. Is this initiative only for Singapore, firstly? Uh, uh, if... if if, and if someone wants to join this initiative, you know, they want to be a volunteer or aspire to be an ambassador like yourself, right. how are they able to join this initiative? I think this is something uh, that is very relevant today right. with, with the way that we see uh, the world changing. Uh, there are people that are taking concrete steps to basically allow everyone to live a good story at the end of the yes. day. So I think Abbas, help us answer these two questions. Sure. So if anyone is interested, they how know, can they approach Yeah, and how they can move right. forward with this. So I'm not saying that join Roses of Peace. Uh, I mean, you're welcome, more than welcome to join in. You can visit the website of Roses of Peace and check the... Uh, but let's see if we, someone yeah. is interested after yeah. listening to this podcast. Yes, yes. So uh, you can guide them. If no? anyone is interested, you can just, uh, go to rosesofpeace.com. Uh, we, uh, you know, just uh, go to our Instagram page or Facebook page and we have a list of events which we recognize, uh, which we organize quite regularly. It have uh, at least once a month or and, you know, you can try attending some of our events. Currently, we uh, have virtual events the last one was just last week where we hosted a women's empowerment forum uh, between the UAE embassy 
in Singapore and uh, you know and we had certain Singapore government officials where they spoke about how uh, we can further empower women so these are the kind of activities I mean you can go to the social media pages and just attend and then you can be part yeah. of the group you know so guys if you're actually uh, interested in this initiative yes that's being led by Roses of Peace uh, head down to the website or find them on their Instagram uh, at the end of this podcast, we'll actually tell you on how you can reach out to Abbas as well. Definitely. Uh, you want to have a conversation with him, or maybe he can guide you. But Abbas, the other question that I had was, is this an initiative only for Singapore? So currently, um, it's, yeah, it's only for Singapore, but we, because we are trying to go international. So like, you know how I said, uh, we had, uh, just last week, we had a UAE embassy uh, a forum with UAE embassy so we had people from UAE also join in alright yeah so as I mean currently the advantage of virtual um, meetings and you know uh, having events virtually is that you're not just restricted to one geographic location mm-hmm. so yeah. you can have as many people join in as possible I mean yes before COVID because we used to have uh, you know events just specifically at one location so obviously those people who could phys- physically attend they were the only ones attending but i mean what i would like to very importantly share is that one of the things that i see currently is you have this increasing culture that you know people just like to complain these days and what i would like to say is that that culture has to be turned into something whereby you as an individual take proactive steps to address some of the challenges or problems you're facing in the community. So, for example, like I shared, Roses of Peace saw that uh, problem of uh, ridiculing Prophet Muhammad. And then, they t- uh, you know, the bunch of students, they gathered together and that's how this initiative started. Yeah. So, you can also try and see what are some problems you identify within your community, within your society. And who knows, the next day, you could be also, uh, you know, founding a initiative which yeah, where, where people actually join uh, join you uh, like-minded people coming on board it's like about it's about finding solutions to the problems instead of complaining about it exactly yes. you never know you might come up with something innovative exactly so like coming back to Umair Bhai's earlier point you know how can we get the young people to you know join and you know be more uh, involved so I feel that youngsters these days they are quite apathetic when it comes to especially when it comes to religious cohesion or religious harmony or even general social work so what we need to do is to get and ask the youth to come on board because if let's say they they are you know they're they're just a ordinary youth who's just involved in uh studies and work and you know it it's important for them to realize, you know, they can achieve a better version of themselves. They can do much more than what they are currently doing. Or even for myself, that's a question I ask myself every day. Okay, Abbas, you have joined Results of Peace. You have been certified by the Singapore president and etc. Et but what else is there? What else can you do? What more can you achieve? So this is a constant uh, thought we have to give to ourselves. It's an ongoing yeah. effort. It's, exactly. a, it's a lifelong commitment. It's, there will never come a day when you know, ah, that's it. Uh, when when you actually do start thinking that ah that's it, um, it's either you are six feet in the ground or, or, or uh, you're being complacent because the the world around us is changing, things are changing, uh, the world is moving very fast. So there is always something that has to be done on a daily basis. If you want to make 
this uh, a good story for yourself. For people that live around you, you're able to provide them with the life that goes beyond themselves. I think you should always ask yourself a question daily. What can I do? And I think we mentioned in one of our podcasts as well, it's not about making big drastic steps. We actually wrote in a blog post as well. It's about taking small steps. It's about taking small steps. Every day, even if you can inch um, you know, forward by just a step, go ahead. You are on the right path. There will be one day when you will start running. Like how Abbas mentioned as well, uh, when Roses of Peace started, it was like a small, it was a small initiative. And then now it's growing. Exactly. So it's always about taking the first step and then, you know, I build guess, on I guess, that. I guess that's the hardest one in today's youth, uh, you know, the world that we're living in. I, I'm sure we all have been guilty of it at some point or the other. We get involved in things that don't really matter. I mean, Rabbit once mentioned, I like to play Call of Duty. <laughs> or our brother oh. here likes to watch Test Cricket. <laughs> we are humans. We, there are certain things that we like. We like to indulge it. Guilty pleasure, if I may yes, say so. Yes, very true. But... Once you're out of that guilty pleasure, you know, you spend your time, you had fun. What do I do with my life? You know, exactly. That's when you should, you should uh, start questioning. But I, I, I guess I got to agree with you. Today, youths, especially with uh, they're born in this whole disrupted era where, you know, technology is evolving. Yes. Things are moving way too fast. Uh, Bombarded with information. And, yes. you know, it, it's just easy to live in this uh, bubble that you create around yourself. And yeah, and I guess very that's true. where Abbas is going with this. I, I think, yeah, Umar Bhai has very rightly said that, you know, the next point after conviction, which is very important, is you just do it. Like, because at the end of the day, you don't, if you don't do it and you just wait for the right time, there's no right time or wrong time. You just have to make the time and make it's the effort now. and just do yeah, it. I exactly. With this. exactly. I think, sorry, No, go ahead. <laughs> a lot of us have this idea, right, that we have to plan everything, each and every detail before we start. Yeah. But a lot of times it's just starting and just do it now like that. Like exactly, because, you know, at the end of the day, time is limited. There is only one thing that you don't have control over uh, in, in an essence is time because you never know the next, where your next moment will be. So what you have is now. Exactly. You can take an action right now, do it. You know, uh, when Rabel and I wanted to do this, we, we actually fell into this trap as well. Uh, we wanted to do something because we both like to write and we were thinking about, okay, you know, we should do this. Uh, our first name, by the way, wasn't Two Souls One Cha. It was called Thought Hot Orange. orange. <laughs> because apparently Orange is supposed to represent happiness and it's about happy thoughts and then it evolved into this concept, the life book. What if I write my life book? And then eventually we settled with Two Souls One Chai. But the, from my experience, and not only this, the other ventures that I've been involved with is you start. When we started, I never knew, you know, one day you'll be sitting over having a cup of chai with a bus and doing it. But you actually start, you find people uh, which are like-minded, which have an interest, which can come on board and help you in anything you're doing, any initiative that you're taking. Just get started. Do it. And Very it's true. only when you start, you get some sort of direction. Before before you even start, there's no way you will you will see the big picture until you get started. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, and once you get started, like for me as an individual, and I'm sure with a lot of other people, it's you know you start appreciating yourself and also appreciating those around you, and you and then you can find that you know you are able to work with uh, those around you with people around you much better 
and somehow that that also benefits the larger community yeah so yeah it's just about getting started well, so, and even if along the way you face a lot of setbacks just over overcome those setbacks don't let that uh, discourage you because you will face you'll definitely face setbacks there's no like you know guaranteed 100% success. 100% exactly yeah so you you'll face setbacks from those the clo- those closest friends uh, around you as well yeah sometimes you know, the interesting thing is people that are closest to you will be your biggest uh, critic uh, because they have seen you in a certain light I mean, when we started a podcast or YouTube, or I'm sure when Abbas started doing what he is doing and putting himself out there, people around you will be like, come on, you know, you, you're supposed to be either the serious guy, the funny guy, <laughs> or a guy that watches cricket for five days. Yeah. But, you know, there is, when you actually start doing something, you start taking initiative and you want to start making a change, people around you don't accept. But you will realize there will come a point in time, the same people will start taking you seriously. Because a lot of times, it's a human tendency, it's in our nature. When we see our peers moving in a certain way and we wish we can move in that and we don't want to put in the effort because there is, there is no free lunch in the world. Well, you know, uh, whether you are doing a business or you are planning to start an initiative or part of initiative, you always have to put in the effort and nothing is free. Uh, effort is always needed in order for you to attain success at anything that you do in life. I agree. Well, all well, right. Well, um, about you know, actually. Be- before you ask your question, I want to ask my question first. No, wait, wait. Stop interjecting. <laughs> you know, a lot of our audience, uh, just to tell you, uh, this is the first time they've actually recorded a segment uh, non stop for over 30 minutes. Uh, the, the conversation is just so deep. You you don't you don't hear a lot of silly jokes today. <laughs> uh, we we, we treat, do try to add in some jokes and laugh, but you know the the topics are just so much in, uh, of interest that uh, we also just learning from a bus, uh, writing down our points, and I'm sure you guys will be experiencing. Uh, what we are experiencing. Yeah, even I'm here. like in a focus mode right now, yeah. learning from a bus. So, you know, I feel really grateful that you joined us and shared your knowledge with us. And yes. just to get back to the topic we were talking about. And Rabil's question. Which and my question. Long view <laughs> question. Yes. So, you know, Baz, you mentioned that uh, while you're living a good story, it's inevitable. You're going to uh, face challenges. You'll face setbacks. So, I just wanted to know, you know, how do you deal with failures? How do you deal with setbacks? Right. So, I believe... The reason why you face setbacks, especially from those people who are trying to reach out to, is because those people are not exposed to what you are doing. And you and the message you are... So it's because every person has their own level of understanding. We are all on a different wavelength. Yeah. Yeah, so that that is one of the reasons why you will face setbacks because they are not able to understand what you're trying to do, what you're trying to achieve. So, what you have, you have to try overcoming this. And once you overcome those setbacks, when you try to, you know, ensure that you get the message across to those around you, try to um, get on the same wavelength as you. That's when you will overcome those setbacks, and you yourself also grow as a stronger person. And bit one step by step, when you overcome such setbacks, when uh, you know you're able to 
get your message across to the people, that's when you realize that what you're standing for is the truth. Is the truth. Because and it is this resistance that makes you harder and makes you innovative as well. Because you try to reach out uh, in different manners. You try to, you know, convey your message in different uh, tones and different various ways so that you are able to reach out to as many people as possible. And you shouldn't take setbacks at something negative. In fact, you should take it on your stride, uh, stride and achieve overcoming it. So, yeah, I mean, there's obviously there's no clear rule as to how you should uh, overcome setbacks. But for me, I, I mean, I'll just, I try, you know, ways to um, convince people. And, you know, I first try to understand that, okay, why if let's say if this person, he does, why am I facing these setbacks? What are the reasons for it? If it's because uh, I, f- I feel that, I'm being isolated. People are not able to understand what I'm trying to achieve. So I try to get my message across in the right manner. If it's for some, let's say, if you're facing setbacks due to some logistical issues, logistical challenges, then yeah, you you be innovative. If let's say, for example, for business, if you're trying to uh, have a startup, if it's not working due to the current uh, bad COVID situation, you try being innovative there. Okay, is there any other way I can, you know, make this work. Like, for example, restaurants are currently yeah. uh, in a very bad condition. And that's why a lot of people have started, you know, uh, listing their restaurants uh, by having online deliveries. Yeah. Yeah. So that that is one way they overcome that setback and they became innovative. So, yeah, it's, it's just a constant kind of a At the end of the day, challenge. I, I, I yeah. think, uh, change. If I may add, it's basically determination. Yes, very If true. you have uh, a goal in mind, there's a place you want to reach, you will be determined to get there. You know, for, for an example, from here, you decide, well, I'm, I'm going to take a walk to the mall, uh, and along the way, you find some hurdles. As long as you're determined, you will find a different route to get there. Um, and I guess that that is the same for life. Very true. Uh, life is not a straight road. Definitely. Uh, it's in, in, in Urdu, like we say, it's like jalebi. <laughs> uh, if you, you can actually search jalebi, it's a, a so, Indian dessert, Indian Pakistani dessert. You know, it, it's round in shape. And life is that way. It's merry-go-round. Yeah, it's a merry-go-round, exactly. There so I guess is, the first step is always to have a clear goal in mind. Your outcome should be clear, right? Yeah. So uh, that even if you have obstacles and struggles, yes. you find solutions to it and get towards your goals. And goal. have faith. Exactly. Have faith. That is also very yes. important. Yeah. You need to be determined. You need to have faith. And you continue working hard. Uh, success will come along the way. But just because of one uh, failure True. or one setback, you stop. Uh, you're never going to get anywhere, you know? Yes. And, and I, I believe guess, change is the only constant in life. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and so I, you have I to really be always... I like what yeah. Abbas mentioned about wavelength, right? It's, it's If people are not understanding you, instead of throwing... Uh, throwing them away. Yeah. Throwing them away, it's getting to... Going down to... Like, it's like finding a balance and aligning yourself to their wavelength to right. you know, make them understand yeah. you in a better way. So it's about understanding people as well. Exactly, and... After you go through all these setbacks, you know, it brings a, like a humbling feeling in you as well. You be, you become humble. Yeah. 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 So you also grow as a person. Well, I guess at the end of the day, this is life. Exactly. There's different things that come together. 
you learn from your setbacks. Uh, you look at all successful people around you. Uh, none of them, well, I would say almost 99% of them did not succeed on the first try. Yes. Uh, all took many attempts to get to success. But the, the idea is just, just keep moving. You know, as long as you're alive, you're breathing, go ahead and move in life. Exactly, yeah. So I just had this quote in mind, you know, usually whenever someone passes away, we say rest in peace. Yeah. But why not while we all are living, we say live in peace? Well, that's a that's a good one. Well, that's gonna be a quote for our next newsletter. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a good quote. Live in peace by Muhammad Abbas. Well, yeah, guys, yes, yes. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it has been a wonderful conversation uh, we've had this evening, and I hope it brightens your Sunday evening uh, while you're having your cup of chai. Uh, we're almost <laughs> towards the tail end of our Mar's favorite my phrase. favorite word. <laughs> Tail end uh, of our tail end of our conversation. Interestingly, you know, cricket also the last few uh, batsmen who come to bat, they are called tail enders. Really? <laughs> and basic and usually they are the ones who have the most impact on the game. So I can see it why it's coming from Umar Bhai. So the, the tail ending. End. Ha- so the yeah. ending has to be impactful. But, but, but sadly, if you watch cricket, doesn't happen for the Pakistani. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's. <laughs> Uh, Maybe we can actually have a whole conversation with the bus and just cricket. Another another guest episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One Same minute bus, next minute episode. down. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Abbas, before we go, uh, I think you shared a lot about uh, how someone as young as yourself. Uh, well, if you all are interested, Abbas is just twenty four years old. Um, so you know, I, I think we didn't <laughs> mention it earlier. So. <laughs> you know, for, for someone as young as yourself and the things that you're involved in while you're studying, uh, you're learning a lot. Thank and you. There, there, there's, there's a question I want to know beyond, yes. you know, all of this. Yes. What is something that you're curious about nowadays? You know, with, with, with the whole COVID happening, being at home yes. while you're studying. Uh, and what, what actually sparks that curiosity in you? Something that you know, enlightens us as we end this evening. As I said earlier, because change is a constant in life. So for me, it's always been trying to engage and understand people as much as I can understand their feelings, their sentiments. And yeah, so because right now the world is changing, especially with COVID and everything. So um, I'm just trying, I just try to keep myself as much as possible within people, amongst communities, among societies and try try to understand. Well, well, yeah. He does it uh, while abiding the rules, okay? Yeah, so do not break your <laughs> yes, COVID-19 uh, regulations. Exactly. Or I mean, even social media for once, it's, uh, it's a very, uh, very interesting tool you can use to just try to understand more about what are the trending topics and what people have to say about it. Yeah. Yeah, especially Facebook comments, for example. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do enjoy them once in a while, just... How people think... That's Omer's me time, by the way. Exactly, exactly. Especially, you know, <laughs> whenever... through Facebook. Whenever there are new policies that are announced, like... Oh, yeah. Yes, you see the Facebook comments, you... It just, yeah, it's... The intellects around us starts... Uh, they start coming up. Exactly. You know, a lot of time, I'm very tempted to reply, but then I decide, <laughs> you know what? Uh, the better things I could spend my time instead of replying. Yeah, um, exactly. So, yeah, so for me, I just, yeah, try to understand as uh, what... How do people uh, feel about certain issues, certain policies, and then try just start from there, and you know because from there then I 
try to identify okay what are the certain issues that can be resolved even though i let i'm i'm no leader i'm just like a youth but i think it's important that you spark the change from you yourself from within the space you're active in like for example okay i i don't want to start sharing about another uh initiative i'm involved in but for example in singapore we think it's a, you know it's a very well to do society there uh, there's no poverty and no hunger and everything yeah there's but a general perception there's a bit general perception but when but when you know uh, sometimes when i pass by these uh, very small one room hdb flats and i just like you know like one time i was just passing by the way by, guys uh, hdb is a uh, basically majority of the singaporean pop- because singapore being a small country we all live in apartments so hdbs are basically built by the government uh, they are rather at more affordable rates and yes is the housing development board i think almost 80% of the population of yes Bumbia, yeah around that so very large in these apartments exactly we are quite a beautiful small uh, island city exactly yes so a lot of times when i'm just passing by and i just see uh, those people who are living in these flats in the conditions they're living in and you know then i discover that okay these uh the living conditions of these places and the state that these people are living in my is not as ideal as we think singapore is for example uh, you know a very well to do society there is poverty over here there are people who go hungry for certain days uh there are people who let's say for example i know this one uh, 60 year old person who is driving a private cab and at the same time he's going for his kidney dialysis and yeah so it's very difficult for him to you know look after his health and look after his uh, needs as well so so it's only once you go on the ground you get the 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 actual on ground to reality yes. yes it's very easy for you to be at home you know uh, and you know just go on your social media and start complaining or whatever but when you go on ground it's it's a very different reality so for me yeah i i just uh, try to you know uh, stay as much connected as possible with on ground and that's what i hope uh, everyone would do as well yeah well you know uh, this this reminds me of a quote uh basically you know uh, i tried changing the world until i realized i'm a fool the change begins from within so uh, the, the quote is that's not the exact quote but that's just the gist of it change always begins within ourselves it's you know i a really good friend of mine uh he and i will normally sit and then we'll have such discussion for hours uh and and the last time i was at his place we had this till like 2 in the morning And then we realize, you know, a lot of times it's ha- it's easy to have these conversations and tell other people, well, these are the problems you should be addressing. Yes. And the question we should be asking is, am I willing to take some actions on addressing these problems? Exactly. Yes. Uh, you know, it could be through different mediums. Uh, we're not saying uh, you have to hundred percent do what Abbas is doing. Yes. Or what we are trying to do with two souls one chai. It could be as small as, you know. just uh going about knowing your neighbors sadly a lot of times today yes. we don't even know who our neighbors yep. are just getting to know them i'm not saying go around your whole estate mm-hmm. and get to know everyone and find problems yes. it could just be finding or starting with your next door neighbor yes and at the end we all live in a society we all have to work hand in hand and yes. start with and it's very important in this current difficult times that you yeah. uh yeah you sp- 
start to initiate those conversations with exactly. those around we you. We need our those. community spirit again. You need your community spirit and always remember, you know, do it in a civilized manner. We, I, I, we all are educated. You have an intellect. If you are actually listening to this podcast and at some level you're starting to relate to it, I'm sure, you know, all of this can be done in a civilized right. manner. Uh, we all may have different perspectives. Yes. Uh, so agree to disagree. Right. Uh, keep it civilized and, you know, Eventually, people will, you learn from people, people will learn from you. And we have this human bias where we try to make friends, uh, you know, we speak, tend to speak more to people who have the same uh, background as us, exactly. yeah, the same characteristics as us. And so I would say, try not to limit yourselves within that, that you know, same uh, culture, background, like, like, for example, if I'm Pakistani, then Umar Bhai is Pakistani as well, that, you know, uh, obviously... He, we are from the same background and I will have a general bias towards, you know, have making friends with Umar Bhai and other Pakistanis. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's important that you realize that, you know, there are a lot of people from diverse uh, backgrounds yeah. and it's only once you interact with them, you uh, speak to them, communicate to them, it helps you, uh, helps you also grow as a person. Exactly. Yeah. So like, like they say, you know, you want to learn travel. When you travel, you meet different people, different cultures, different nations. And you can learn from anyone, from any walk of life, as long as you're willing to be open to learning from someone, giving them a listening ear. Learning without any judgment or any preconceived notions. Just learn. Well, you know, uh, it has been a great, great podcast. Uh, So... Uh, we'll come, you know, we are, we are going to conclude today's podcast only has three segments. There was the intro, this main segment, and coming right after this, the tail end is finally yes. coming. The outro, okay? It's the called tail end. The tail end. I, hope I hope the tail end was very impactful. It changed the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, see you back in the third segment. I will tell you more on how you can connect with a bus after listening to this podcast. Ah, so finally, <laughs> so finally, we reached our very last segment, and I would just like to thank Abbas once again. I'm re- we're really grateful that You're you welcome. came and you know shared your knowledge with us. And I've got to say, I've learned a lot and kind of sparked my interest. I really want to check out Roses, Roses of Peace, Definitely. and you know, see how how I personally can be a part of it. Yes. So yeah, uh, you know, it has been a great, great session. So Abbas, just before we conclude, you yes. know, if anyone from the audience is interested in getting to know this wonderful young uh, individual Thank and aunties you. that are listening, you know, as <laughs> yes. an introduction. Yes, <laughs> and young and young girls. <laughs> aunties, you can find my profile on shadi.com. <laughs> <laughs> and for those single girls, uh, I'm on Tinder, Minder, Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. You know, they have these Muslim dating apps now, Muzmatch. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> and, uh, and it kind of works, you know. And I know of people that have found success. Then I'll tell you uh, some other time. We should have one uh, episode on, on that. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, there'll be no air left in us. <laughs> 
Gabriel, you can see how mad I am. He knows about all this, so you should you should keep an eye on him. But it's not a personal story, so it's fine. I'm yeah. good. I'm good. I'm safe. Our story is not as exciting. Mad I careful. No, I think our story is pretty exciting, but that's another episode altogether. Well, about so yes. you know, if someone is genuinely interested in connecting with you, meeting you, how can they find you? Which platforms are you on? Right. So um, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, that's the platform I use What's the most. What's your handle? So my handle, it's okay. It is underscore underscore a b b a s underscore underscore. Right. Okay. okay. When did you make this account? When did I make like, Instagram? Yeah. Okay. So very interestingly, it was Rabil <laughs> who convinced me to join Instagram <laughs> back in 2012. I think that's when. Yeah. That's how long back we go. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, thankful to Rabil. I mean, at least he has. A I'm nice pretty name. sure I didn't come up with that username. Well, I mean, at least his name is XO XO something boy. Yeah. Actually, you know how I came up with this weird Instagram handle name? I don't know if you remember the times of MSN Messenger, mm-hmm. where you have will have all those funky names. Yes, yeah. I had an email address on MSN that was called Life underscore. <laughs> Is underscore cool, cool with a K underscore five. I think I think mine was the most embarrassing one. What was that? Cutie underscore nine six nine six at uh, Yahoo dot com. <laughs> Thank God I didn't know you back then. Thank God, Gosh, yeah. I miss those MSN messaging days. Not yet that night. Oh, <laughs> and, and and the laughing lady. And and just remember? And, and just going offline and online, offline and online, so someone notices. <laughs> and then buzzing people, nudging, nudging. Yeah. Yeah. So. Those were the days, yeah. Right. Well, guys, there's no yeah. accent, so you know you want to find a bus. You can find him on yeah. Instagram. His handle is underscore underscore a bus a b b a s, uh, and then it ends with underscore underscore. Yes, uh, or you may just email me as well uh, if you would like to send. So, like you know, you're not comfortable with uh, connecting on Instagram. So it's uh, the email address is m dot a bus one one zero at hotmail dot com. <laughs> Hotmail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our brother is still in Hotmail. <laughs> Even I still have the. Yeah, yeah, I still have it in Hotmail. It's just for my random. It's just backup stuff. Yeah, and there are a lot of other initiatives as well. Which uh, I mean, you can connect with me, and I will uh, let you know. Not only Rosal's piece. There are a lot of other initiatives which may cater to your interest. Yeah, you can just follow up with me, and I'll try to match you with the best initiative. That well, is there. you know, guys, you. Uh, if you're interested, please reach out to Abbas. Um, thank you so much. I would like to uh, spe- uh, especially thank Umair Bhai and Rabil for hosting me. It was very so enjoyable. Yeah, it, I had a brilliant time. And for those of you listening, if you reached this part of the podcast, <laughs> that means you have stayed throughout the entire duration. And we love you. And we love everyone, but you guys are, <laughs> yeah, you are loyal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loyal, special audience. <laughs> and, and Urdu, as I say, you are the John. You are alive. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much, Abbas. And you know what, guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Two Souls, One Chai podcast. Uh, don't forget every Mondays uh, our newsletter weekly dose of soulful conversations then we have Chai Time Wednesdays where we publish our blog post every week and every Sunday is Two Souls One Chai podcast and, and, and we just started our YouTube channel so every Friday you will join us with uh, on Unwind with the Khan so yeah. when is the break day? There's no break, hustle life. <laughs> hustle life. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. You guys just started like less than a month ago, and now you're like, you know, you have Brother, Wednesdays, living Fridays. Living a good story. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to reach uh, through different mediums, you know. Yeah, and, it's amazing. And you know, guys, uh, again, uh, you can visit our website. Uh, we have some. Uh, now we have our shop uh, where you can look at our printables. And just to let you know, uh, you know, since this is a social platform, the initiative started with 
giving back to society. Uh, every product that is sold, uh, the proceeds, 10% of it, will go to ED Foundation in Pakistan. Uh, the knowledge that we are spreading on our platforms is going to be free of cost. And in this way, you will be able to see a page on the website where we'll start recommending books that you can read. Uh, and you know what? Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, uh, you know what? Like it, subscribe it. Uh, and, we, and, and if you found it of value, <laughs> do share it on your social media and you know share your key takeaway with us and don't forget to tag us. Yes, and please do tag Abbas as well on this Yes, one. and if you learned something from Abbas, do tag him, contact him. I'm sure him. we all learned something from Abbas. I definitely did. And you know what, guys? Uh, thank you so much. Uh, we are right now on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, our website. And just before I end, I would like to thank Anchor. Uh, it's the application that, that allows us to create these amazing podcasts and bring it to you. So take care. And from the three of us, uh, here's a goodbye. Goodbye, and lovely souls. That's what you guys yes, say, right? Yes. Lovely souls. Goodbye, lovely souls. And Allah Hafiz. Allah Hafiz.